Join us at the movies. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of At the Movies. Hey, everyone, I'm your host, Anonymous Number One. And I'm your host, Anonymous Number Two. Before we get started, make sure you follow us on our Instagram and TikTok at The Movies Podcast to stay updated on future episodes, interact with us, ask us a personal question, and also for a chance to get a shout out in our next episode. Exactly. And for any new listeners here, Anonymous One and I release two episodes every week. Thursdays are dedicated to Thriller Thursday, where we review our favorite and least favorite thrillers. And Sunday, we alternate between Spooky Sunday, which is all about horror movies and Sunday Fun Day where we talk about our life experiences. You don't want to miss an episode. And also, don't forget to stick around till the very end if you want to hear our funny bloopers. <laughs> and believe me, we have many. So for those of you who are new here, today is another one of our Spooky Sunday episodes. Woo! So we are honestly so excited to dive into today's movie because it is one that we both literally love so much. And we're literally so excited to talk about it. So with all of that being said, the movie that we're going to be reviewing for today's episode is, drumroll please, Invisible Man. Woo! Alright, now this movie's pretty recent and was actually released in 2020. So yeah. it stars lead actress Elizabeth Moss, as well as supporting roles played by Oliver Jackson Cohen, Aldous Hodge, Storm Reed, Harriet Dyer, and Michael Dorman. So when did you see this movie, Anonymous 2? I think for me, I honestly remember seeing this like in the ads and I was like, oh my god, I have to see this movie. So it looks good. so yeah. good. Yeah. So I think I might have seen it like literally the weekend it released. And this was like pre-COVID. Like I think this was like oh, yeah. very mm-hmm. close to when COVID was actually a thing. Yeah. It was like, I don't know, maybe February or something. And I think I saw it with my boyfriend. And then after I left the theater, I think I messaged Anonymous One and I was like, oh my gosh, you need to watch this. And I knew it was going to be up your alley. I oh, was yeah. like, this is such the type of movie that you yeah. would like like to watch so and i was at university at the time so i think we both were watching the trailers together and we're like yeah. oh my god it looks yeah. so good like we need to see this but because i was like away at university yeah, like exactly. i wasn't in our hometown so i just literally waited like i think a couple of weeks and then it came out on like a sketchy on- streaming website oh we watched it on sketchy streams yeah of course yeah. love it and then i was like oh my god this movie's amazing yeah it's so good Anyways, so now that we've covered all of the basics, let's dive right into the plot. Let's do it. Alright, so just before we dive into the plot, we just wanted to let you know because we have been kind of growing on social media Mm -hmm. just a little bit. So for any (laughs) new listeners here, we do always include spoilers in our plot summaries because we kind of do a little bit of an in-depth plot summary Mm -hmm. just to make sure that you listening can actually understand the storyline and what is happening in the movie. So just be aware of that and we'll also try to make sure to give you a little quick spoiler alert just before a main big twist is happening. Exactly. So the movie starts out on a very suspenseful note where Cecilia Cass, played by Elizabeth Moss, is seen quietly packing her bags in the middle of the night while her husband, Adrian Griffin, played by Oliver Jackson Cohen, is sleeping. 
So it appears as though Cecilia has put sleeping pills into his glass of water so her husband would stay asleep and you actually soon realize that Cecilia is trying to escape from her abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. And just a quick side note here, Cecilia and Adrian actually live in this massive mansion on the edge of a cliff because Adrian is a really successful optics engineer and the mm-hmm. house is literally so freaking nice. Oh, it's so stunning. Gorgeous. Like, it's so stunning. So back to the plot, Cecilia ends up escaping the house and meets up with her sister Emily, who is played by Harriet Dyer in the forest. And basically she picks up her sister in the car. I guess they like scheme this plan together. But as they sit down in the car, Adrian literally comes and smashes the window, telling Cecilia not to leave. And the two quickly drive away. Thank God. It's literally so suspenseful. Yeah. Like like it starts off really, really like suspenseful. Yeah. On a suspenseful note for sure. So for the upcoming weeks, Cecilia hides out at her sister's friend James's house, who is played by Aldous Hodge, with his young daughter Sydney, who is played by Storm Reed. And Cecilia is obviously super anxious and barely leaves the house. I think there's actually a scene where James tells her to go like get the mail because he wants her to go outside. And even yeah. that like triggers her because she's like really mm-hmm. anxious he's gonna like find her. But James reassures her that he is the detective and will obviously protect her. Exactly. So two weeks later, Cecilia is shocked to find out that her husband, Adrian, has committed suicide and left her $5 million. So crazy. Insane. I think she finds it out in the paper or something, right? Yeah, I think so. I think her sister might come to James's house to tell her this. Yeah, yeah. 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 So basically, Adrian's brother, Tom, who's played by Michael Dorman, handles the money arrangements and tells Cecilia that it will only be taken away if she's mentally incompetent. Yeah. Yeah. So she, so basically she's entitled to all the $5 million as yeah. long as she remains in like a healthy state of mind. That's right. So as the weeks go by, Cecilia has a very strange feeling that something is still going on. So for example, when she goes to an interview, all the pages in her portfolio are missing and she faints soon after this happens. Cecilia ends up seeing a doctor and he actually tells her that there's diazepam in her system and she finds this bottle back at James's house, which also doesn't make any sense because she dropped on the night of her escape from like her and adrian's house yeah so it might sound like a bit confusing but yeah basically they found like this drug in her system that she should have she yeah and so she went home kind of like invent to investigate the situation and then she found it like on the counter in the bathroom and she's like how did this get here like i lost this on the night of my escape like what's going on exactly so definitely something very sus going on here yeah so basically more and more strange occurrences start to happen so for example her bed sheets are just moving by themselves while she's in bed and pretty much cecilia is convinced that adrian has came back for her from the dead and kind of like his spirit is basically like haunting her yeah exactly Mm -hmm. haunting her so actually one night when james's daughter sydney tries to comfort cecilia because obviously she's like so concerned about what's going on the entity slaps sydney in the face and james and sydney literally think it's cecilia and they freak out they're like what are you doing sydney's like freaking out she's like oh my gosh cecilia hit me and it's just like a very like traumatic Mm -hmm. scene because obviously it's not cecilia so later on when cecilia is left alone at the house she decides that she obviously wants to investigate the situation and basically she ends up going to the attic where she finds adrian's phone and upon this happening she immediately gets a text saying surprise 
sideways and Cecilia basically grabs a can of paint and dumps it down the attic stairs and it uncovers the shape of a man, which is crazy. Like literally it like jumps out of nowhere and the figure essentially grabs Cecilia and a struggle obviously occurs, but Cecilia manages to escape. So obviously from this event taking place, Cecilia starts to kind of piece things together. And actually, I'm just going to put this disclaimer here right now. This is actually like one of the major spoilers in the plot. Just keep that in mind. If you don't want to listen, maybe skip forward a couple minutes to our likes and dislikes. So essentially Cecilia decides that she's gonna go back to their mansion just to kind of like investigate the situation further and like really put her finger on what's going on. So Cecilia gets a drive to the house and when she enters and kind of investigates throughout the house, so she looks through different rooms, all that stuff, and she finds this like basically invisible suit. And so from this point forward, it's kind of confirmed that Adrian is in fact still alive and he's basically trying to make Cecilia look crazy as a payback for kind of like leaving him. So basically, if any of you guys are confused, Adrian is wearing this invisible suit and that's how he's able to kind of like mess with Cecilia and that's why all these strange occurrences have been happening. Exactly, because if you remember, he is like an optics engineer. So yeah. he like designed the suit in like a special way so yeah. like he can't be visible to other people. Mm-hmm. But he can see everyone else. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So the next night, Cecilia decides that she's gonna meet up with her sister at a restaurant to explain to her the whole situation yeah however while they're sitting down at the restaurant adrian being invisible grabs the knife off of the table and slits emily's throat and basically everyone in the restaurant thinks that cecilia did it because obviously she's like the only one who's sitting right in front of her that's just so crazy so basically adrian's like literally just framing her for like every horrible thing he can think of like no wonder she wanted to leave him like that's the most insane thing really psychotic like that's insane like you want like someone that you supposedly love to go through i know all of this hurt like it's just crazy i know it's insane so after this incident occurs cecilia is quickly escorted into a mental facility and this is where you actually realize that adrian truly has gotten his revenge and like he left cecilia with no money Mm -hmm. because if you remember like there was like this like clause will thing right Mm -hmm. like she has to be like kind of like mentally competent in order to get the money but obviously because she is in like in a mental facility she's no longer able to have Mm -hmm. any of the money so basically it seems like she will always be trapped by his presence yeah. and i feel like that was like his main goal he's like i, yeah. I want her to suffer like, exactly it's just crazy and while she's at the facility right when she got there they actually had to do some blood work for her and cecilia basically discovers that she is actually pregnant which is so crazy it's insane i was like what is happening literally and so basically from the situation adrian's brother tom ends up actually visiting her in the mental facility and he essentially tells her that he can have the charges dropped if she agrees to come home to adrian and they can raise their child together which is so disgusting and it pretty much reveals that tom has been in on this plan the whole time like how crazy is that i was like oh my god no way what a sneaky little brother i know i hate him however cecilia is such a strong woman 
woman and she gladly declines this offer. She's like, there's no way I'm going back to this man. Yeah. So pretty much after the situation happens, as Tom is leaving, Cecilia ends up stealing a pen off of him. And pretty much later that night, Cecilia actually attempts to commit suicide. And when Adrian, obviously Adrian's following her everywhere in this invisible suit, he pretty much tries to stop her. And what she does is she ends up stabbing him with a pen, which ends up causing his suit to malfunction. And you can start to see his figure. Mm-hmm. So obviously there's a struggle going on and Cecilia manages to escape the facility and obviously rushes back to James's house where she ends up finding Adrian's figure attacking Sydney. And so I think it's James that has a gun because obviously he's a detective and she ends up taking the gun and shooting the figure. But when she uncovers the mask, she discovers that Tom was in the suit. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> So pretty much the police end up finding Adrian tied up in the basement of the mansion he lives in and he blames Tom for kidnapping him and for murdering Cecilia's sister, Emily, and basically making Cecilia innocent. When Cecilia finds this out, she literally doesn't believe this one bit and thinks that Adrian framed his own brother Tom for his own crimes. Mm. So being the smart character that she is, she decides to meet up with Adrian back at their old house Mm -hmm. one night to talk about everything over dinner. She wears a mic under her clothes and Detective James listens outside the house to try to get Adrian to confess. Which is such a smart plan. So good. So pretty much at this dinner, Cecilia tells Adrian that she will forgive him if he confesses to killing Emily. But he obviously doesn't admit to anything because he's a bit smarter than that. I feel like he's like optic engineer. So he's like kind of witty in that Mm -hmm. sense. But however, he ends up using the word surprise at some point in their combo. And Cecilia instantly remembers that he used this word in the text when she was in the attic, basically when she found his phone. And she knows that he is lying and that it was him all along. So Cecilia goes to the washroom at this point and you basically see Adrian's security cameras pointing at him and he seemingly picks up a knife and slits his own throat. So Cecilia comes back to the table and acts extremely distressed and calls the police. And when she's walking out of the house and she meets up with James, she's super calm and you can see that there's an invisible suit in her bag. So it's Mm -hmm. safe to assume that while she was in the bathroom, in quotes, she basically put on a suit, slit his throat, pretending to make it seem like it was him, you know, committing his own. And it was all on camera. So like the police would never suspect. It's like legit. And then she just comes back and pretends like nothing happened. which is so crazy such a good plan so smart yeah and just a quick disclaimer like this plot is still pretty detailed but it is still like a general overview like Mm -hmm. we definitely skipped over a lot of little details Mm -hmm. and suspenseful scenes so if you haven't seen this movie definitely watch it but if you have seen it let us know how you liked it yeah All right, so now we're going to be jumping into our likes and dislikes section where we talk about what we liked about the movie and what we didn't like so much. So, Anonymous 2, do you want to take it away with your likes? Of course. So, honestly, there was so much to like about this movie. It's Mm -hmm. really hard to just kind of, like, sum it into, like, a one-minute, like, summary of my likes. But I'd say to start off, I think this movie had one of the most original plots I've honestly ever seen. I know I say that in a lot of, like, movie reviews, (laughs) but the thing is, like, when we like a movie, I feel like part of the reason we really like it and rate it so well is because of the originality. Yeah. So that's why you might hear us say that often. But honestly, this movie was so original. I feel like 
most horror movies are so like streamlined and like basic and it's like oh this like murderer like this like group of friends goes to like a cottage and then this murderer comes but this movie was just so intricate so smart I just I just really love the concept that it wasn't actually like a ghost movie because that's what you originally thought when you watched it like I 100%. thought it was like ghosts yeah and then when you found out that it was actually like a suit and that he developed this like crazy design I think that really tied into the originality and I just thought it was so cool in general agreed on top of that obviously the acting was so amazing I feel like Elizabeth Moss really played her role so well she honestly played the role of being like paranoid so well like I feel like I believed it like sometimes you can't really believe those things in movies but I feel mm -hmm. like I believed her acting so well I think everyone suited their character to a T I think there was a real like creepiness behind Adrian like he just had this really like blank stare I found yeah and it really contributed to his character and then I think the last thing that I'll touch on is that in my opinion there were no boring points in this movie agreed oh my god and yes. if I'm not mistaken this movie is what like over two hours isn't it I think it I think it might be I'll look I it think up it's right around now. around two um, hours or something like that yeah visible man so yeah yeah this movie's literally two hours and five minutes oh, and so you know I know it could potentially be classified as like a longer type of movie mm -hmm. but I feel like every single scene was used so well Agreed. every scene had a purpose and there was no points where I was like oh I can look at my phone like okay it's a little bit slow this scene like I feel like every scene contributed to the plot and it was pretty much always suspenseful so I honestly enjoyed that so much about the film how about you yeah. So like you said, honestly, there's a lot of good things to talk about in this movie that I really, really enjoyed. So I guess to start off, the originality of the plot, like it is so original. Honestly, when I was watching it, I just thought like, wow, that's so different from anything that I've seen before. And I know we both have very similar likes and like very similar stuff that we say, but like we, when we do review like movies that we think are good, like there's obviously a reason why we think they're good. And like, this mm -hmm. is why. So when I was first watching it, I was honestly, pretty like scared at first because mm -hmm. I really did think it was like Adrian's ghost haunting what's her name Cecilia, Cecilia. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> Elizabeth Cecilia but it's not and for the first maybe like I don't know like quarter of the movie or something they make you think that and you really yeah. think it is because like the blankets being pulled and stuff yeah. I was like oh my god I literally hate that because then I start picturing it and when I go to sleep I get really scared yeah 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 but when they revealed it's an actual like man I was like oh my god like that's actually cool that is and cool. I thought that it was so cool how it was like a suit you know like yeah. I feel like it hasn't really been done before and it's not just like this random guy like had the ability to like make a suit it was exactly. like it was cool that that was like his like they tied it in with like them being rich and like him being like a really like successful high, engineer successful, yeah successful yeah. engineer so it made sense it wasn't like oh that's like so like uh far-fetched and it's not like he could ever actually do that like it was more realistic yeah agreed and I just feel like the acting was definitely amazing like a hundred percent but what I really also liked about this movie is the fact that Elizabeth Moss was the main character and you know I really liked that she was like such like a powerful woman and she really like mm -hmm. stood up for what she believed in and she was like no like bye you stupid idiot like f you yeah, and yeah. you know she did like run away and she ended up getting her revenge on this like extremely psychopath yeah. like he's mm -hmm. literally insane and I just really liked that she was kind of like a boss ass bitch at the she end was. and she was just like so cool calm and collected yeah, about it yeah. and was like yep that's it and you know she just kind of like did her thing but I just felt like she was very like empowering at the end yeah because it was pretty much like her against everyone else because like no one 
exactly and that's the thing it was literally her word against everyone else's word that's why i just feel like she did get the revenge that she deserved at the end for everything that adrian put her through like literally the death of her own sister like all this other crazy insane stuff that happened too so i just really i like that they give her that ending you know it could have been a different ending but i really really like this one yeah satisfying (laughs) satisfying for sure and i also really really like the way it was like executed and filmed like i thought it was filmed so well and so Mm -hmm. interesting like all the colors were like really good like it's not one of those movies that's like really boring or hard to watch or like follow it's very easy to follow you really just follow the storyline very well filmed like different locations all the angles i don't know i just clicked with it i really liked it a lot Mm -hmm. loved it (laughs) as you can probably (laughs) tell but yeah that's i think that's for my likes i mean we could probably go on and on and on exactly but we'll just leave it at that because we're not gonna sit here for four hours and <laughs> talk about our life. What if we could, but no one would listen to <laughs> no, us? No, no, I would not listen and be like, okay, go home. <laughs> <laughs> Do something else. <laughs> All right, so now moving on to our dislikes. Honestly, for both of us, I think I can speak on both of our behalfs in that we honestly don't have very many things that we disliked about this movie. Mm-hmm. I think if I'm being like so picky about it, I would say that probably for me, some of the CGI effects, don't get me wrong, they were really well done. They weren't cheesy. But for me, I think some of them like kind of took away a little bit from the scariness of the movie. Like, I don't know, like when his when you could see that he was in the invisible suit and I think when she like dumped the paint on him and like, the initial shock was like obviously scary but i think for me like it took away a bit from the horror because it is at the end of the day like Mm -hmm. a horror movie but that's honestly again so picky it's not like the cgi was done poorly at all it wasn't cheesy or like oh my god it looks so fake i just think it took a little bit away from the scariness of it but that's like the most critical thing ever like it's it's not that big of a thing like honestly like there's not much you can dislike about this movie i'm just being so picky yeah and honestly so fair i feel like like we always say it's good to have something to kind of Mm -hmm. critique a movie on like it's good to have both sides so like anonymous t said not very many dislikes for me either literally none i think Mm -hmm. the one thing i will come up with that kind of bothered me and like pissed me off throughout the movie was the fact that literally not a single soul would like believe her okay yeah i agree with that i understand that like obviously you would never think a man is going to be dressed in this like transparent suit and it would be like natural to assume that like she's probably committing like the crimes and doing all the crazy stuff but i wish they could have like checked the cameras or like i don't know done something more to really believe her and i just feel like it was so frustrating that nobody would believe this poor woman it's like okay like did you actually see his body like Mm -hmm. all this stuff but i guess like his death was faked and like obviously he has a lot of money i'm sure he probably covered it up so well which makes sense but i will just say it was a tiny bit frustrating that like nobody would listen to her but once again she got her revenge at the end so it all kind of tied in and made sense yes all worked out and i feel like if not there wouldn't be a movie so (laughs) (laughs) exactly all right so now we're going to be moving on to our rating section where we rate the film out of 10 so i think just to like start it off this movie is actually rated 91 percent on rotten tomatoes so good job once again rotten tomatoes you've given the movie a fair rating yes we don't have beef with you today we definitely <laughs> back this rating so they've thank been you. good recently they've so been pretty good you. recently <laughs> yeah thank you but we'll see how you are in future episodes so exactly <laughs> So I guess like I'll start with my rating from Anonymous 2 here. I would definitely give this movie a solid 9.5 out of 10. Mm -hmm. It is so well deserved. There is honestly, like we said, hardly anything to fault about this movie. In fact, there's pretty much nothing unless you really dive in and like pick at everything. Yeah. But I think like I was saying before, the movie is just such an original concept. And I really feel like the director wants 
the audience to kind of feel for the main character. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's almost like us and Cecilia against the world. Because yeah. we're the only people that can see her struggles and see that she's not in exactly. the wrong. And that there's this crazy, like, entity, like, trying to, like, mess up her life. Yeah. So I feel like that's, like, a really cool angle to, like, take as the director. And honestly, like I said, the acting was amazing. The music was amazing. Suspense was amazing. Everything was so amazing about this movie. I think for me, why it doesn't get a 10 out of 10, is simply just because there are maybe like one or two other movies that I just connect to more. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's more nostalgic for me. I think in this case, for me to really give a movie 10 out of 10, I have to watch it back like 10 times and want to keep watching it back. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I haven't watched this movie again and I haven't had like this crazy huge desire to see it over and over again, which I do for like my 10 out of 10 movies. But that being said, I highly recommend this movie to anyone that wants to watch a horror movie. I think it's so great and I honestly think it targets a large audience like I think a lot of people would enjoy this movie so yeah like there's barely anything I dislike about this movie and like I said I would highly recommend and 9.5 is literally such a solid rating it's yeah it's it's honestly so good like so for me and this is anonymous one get ready because I'm gonna be giving (laughs) this movie a 10 out of 10 and I think this this is like my first one (gasps) yeah oh my god and fun fact I'm pretty sure for our last movie review so we reviewed get out and I gave Mm -hmm. it a 9.5 and anonymous to give it a 10 (laughs) so we literally just like switched yeah yeah, for this episode which is funny but honestly I think this movie is so original and just so different from anything I've seen Mm -hmm. before and I just really love like how it incorporated so many different aspects like extremely suspenseful kind of like ghosty elements but also so much like thriller Mm -hmm. elements and it was just such like a good horror movie because it was scary and suspenseful but it wasn't scary in terms of like ghost stuff like sometimes when I watch too much ghost it's so hard for me to fall asleep but I liked how it was actually revealed that there was like somebody behind that entity and like it was just such a cool concept like so Mm -hmm. different you know not your typical like serial killer movie or like ghost movie it's just something that was just a little bit more unique and just kind of grasped like the whole genre I thought very well Mm -hmm. and very good closure vibe also absolutely loved how we jumped right into the movie we didn't have to wait like half an hour for the pre-story to develop I hate when that happens I get so bored and it just happens right off the bat you're in it you're hooked that's it and you start watching it and she's just like a smart character like I feel like she's not like a dumb character I hate when they're like super Mm -hmm. dumb in movies it's just you kind of doesn't really make you want to watch it so I don't know just overall I remember watching this movie and I was like whoa oh, this is such a good movie that I, and I mm-hmm. haven't seen a good movie like that in a long time. So I think that's why I am going to give it a 10 out of 10 because mm-hmm. it's kind of like easy to watch in a sense where like you won't get bored watching it. So you will want to watch it the whole way through. However, though, like it's not the most like educational movie in the sense of like, you know, it ha- doesn't have any like history, like right. background as like Colonia, for example, mm-hmm. or Get Out. But nonetheless, it does still touch on like, you know, very serious topics yeah. throughout the movie as well. Yeah. So. And you know what I will say? I was just going to add this point quickly. Yeah. A lot of horror movies that are new have so much to live up to. And I feel like there's oh so my much God, like, high expectation because there are mm-hmm. literally so many horror and thriller movies out there. And I feel like it's really hard to do yeah. a good horror movie nowadays because there's just so many topics taken. So I feel like that's also why we're giving this such a good score too is because it's a new horror movie and it has such an original so idea true. that you I haven't seen. That. I agree. So I feel like that's just so rare nowadays. You know what I mean? I agree. Movies. And also like an 
Bottom is too sad. It's literally two hours long, but it does not feel like two hours. No, though, it doesn't. Because there's always something happening. Like it's so action packed. Yeah. That you're like, oh my god, oh my god, what's next? What's next? Like you're just waiting for the next mm-hmm. thing to happen, and it's just like thought out so well. Like there's so many little yeah. twists and plots and like turns mm-hmm. that you just don't expect. Yeah, and I was gonna say like I feel like it's one of those movies where like you know when it's you know how long it is and you're like oh yeah. I know what's coming to the end and you're like no I want there to be like more plot. You yeah. Know what I, mean? I feel like that. you don't want it to end, and I feel like exactly. this is one of those movies. Like for example, Gone Girl. What is it? Two and a half hours or three? Yeah, something like uh, that. Two and a half. I think it's close. Yeah, two and a half. Two forty-five maybe. Two forty-five. It's something like that, but it's literally so long, and like some parts are a little bit boring yeah. because yeah, like yeah, yeah. like the pre-story kind of and repetitive. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So if you compare it to like that length, like Gone Girl versus this one, like this one, a hundred percent is way better because yeah. it's not boring. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that just like kind of wraps it up for our rating. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and now jumping into the section where you ask us a personal question on our Instagram and we make sure to answer it. So today's question is, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Very easy question. I honestly love this question because Same. I'm such an ice cream connoisseur. I eat ice yeah, cream you love like ice cream. three times a week. I eat a <laughs> literal pint of ice cream three yeah, times a week. Yeah, so yeah, you do. yeah, definitely um, I'm well-versed in this category. <laughs> um, I would say for me, Anonymous 2, there are two. It's not really a flavor. It's more like a brand and the brand's flavor. I feel um, like I know what I'm you're going to say. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really like a like a strawberry or chocolate like i i like the brands more like mm-hmm. whatever i would say it's a toss-up between ben and jerry's half-baked yep. can't go wrong with it you got the so brownie good. you got the cookie dough but recently i've tried another ben and jerry's flavor that i think almost tops it and it's so low-key i feel like no one ever talks about it and it's called chocolate therapy and it's basically oh. like dark chocolate uh-huh. so it's like a little bit more like uh not flavorful but like it it's stronger it's a stronger oh. yeah mm-hmm. a richer flavor which i like and it has I think it has like chocolate fudge in it and then also has like little chunks of like cookies but they're like oh really gosh. soft chunks no way oh my god I'm, my mouth is watering just thinking about that's it that's so yeah, funny i, I literally don't even like chocolate tops. that much which is so weird See, i know it's I really so funny like i used to hate chocolate hate it used to be such i go through phases girl. it depends and recently i don't know what it is maybe it's like a when i get on my period kind of thing but i always crave chocolate now it's so weird I used yeah to hate it i feel you know what i honestly just go through phases sometimes i really want it. sometimes i'm like man yeah. i'm really into yeah agree you but how about you anonymous one okay so for me i think my all-time favorite ice cream flavor is pistachio but it needs to have the little like pistachios actually in it so it has like a little bit crunch like you can just have none of them and i actually haven't had it in so long i don't know why i feel like i've never that's the thing i was surprised when she said that because i'm like i've literally never heard you talk about pistachio i I honestly don't really have ice cream that often no but i feel like if i have ice cream i'll probably just get like the one that's like on the stick that's like vanilla inside but then like covered like almonds on the outside oh, or whatever yeah so like a hagen dazs like bar like kind a, or of like a magnum bar maybe but honestly now i really want to get pistachio like why have i not gotten that in like years like why you know why? what's funny i feel like that's like a controversial answer i feel like n- like a very select few <laughs> like pistachio including my dad i feel like it's like <laughs> my grandma's like flavors like but why did maybe i we should do it maybe we should do a poll and see who likes pistachio ice cream pistachio ice cream. cream is literally the go if if you don't like it, you can't talk to me. <laughs> I hate to bring it to you, but I don't like it. Oh, wait, really? You know what I like? No, but <laughs> you know funny. why? It's because I don't like nuts in general. It's so oh, stupid. I like, I know nuts. that's dumb. But I just, I, for some reason, nuts, like, oh, this is going to sound so dirty. They trigger my gag reflex. <laughs> 
literally that's like funny. any kind of nut like i'll try to eat it i have to plug my nose otherwise like i'll actually Wait, that's throw actually up actually so funny no it's way. so weird i don't understand why but i it's like nuts thing. maybe i'm actually what if i'm allergic to it and it's like triggering my gag reflex because it's like trying to like exit it from my body i don't know but oh my i God, don't imagine I, just like them. I like nuts i like some nuts i don't like all types of nuts but i like most nuts wink no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i had to add that seeds in there because i like no sunflower no seeds. the seeds <laughs> I don't think that. Oh no! You know what I like? Okay, are pralines a nut? You know uh, the ice cream flavor, like pralines and cream. Yeah, like, but they're like I don't can- think they're, they're like called- a candied nut. I-, I think it's pecans. I think no. Maybe, but it's like it's like candy. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. Candied nuts. candied nuts are so good. Maybe but- like walnuts. Walnuts are like. Fun. Oh, I like walnuts too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I guess for me, I'd say pistachio. Mm-hmm. That's where it's at for my palate. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and now we're going to be giving the shout out of the episode. So like we do in every single one of our episodes where we give one of our lucky followers a shout out. So today's shout out goes to the Chisme Hour. Thank you so much for following and supporting us. As always, we really appreciate it. Now, if you want a shout out in the next episode, make sure you're following us on our Insta. And with all of that being said, that wraps it up for another Spooky Sunday episode. We hope that you all enjoyed. Thank you all so much for listening. And just before we go, make sure you're following us on our Instagram and TikTok at The Movies Podcast to ask us a personal question to be featured in a future episode, have a chance to get a chat out, and also to just stay updated with us. Exactly. And like we say in every episode, if you liked us, if you liked this episode, make sure you leave a review and give us a five-star rating. And also, make sure you stay tuned till the very end end because our bloopers are coming right up and with all of that being said we'll see you next time at the movies oh my god every time we record you look at the <laughs> beginning and then you stop i think i'm just rusty to be honest why am i laughing uh-huh. why am i laughing no <laughs> no and uh, whoa <laughs> 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 That's funny. You're like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now. All right, now. Whoa. (laughs) What the hell? All right, now. I literally used to be in middle school and I'd wear low, uh, like low-waisted jeans. And this one time, I was like trying to impress this group of guys. (gasps) Oh my god. And Celia has slipped. I can't. That's a tongue twister. Celia has slipped. Sleep. Oh my god. I can't. Celia has put sleeping peel. Oh, <laughs> sleeping pills. <laughs> mansion, mansion. Like, what can I not yeah. speak today? Oh my god, this oh. chair is so nice. Wait, I need. Marketplace to- is the best shit is- ever. I'm telling Wait, you right I need now. To- I need. To-